grace, mercy, and peace to you from God, our Father, the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior, and the Holy Spirit, our Sustainer, I greet you. It is amazing that within a fortnight ago, I was here. And I have come back today to preach. For me, it feels like coming home. Because St. John Rochester has been home for me. We're here for a men's prayer breakfast. And going through the Red Letter Challenge book entitled A 40-Day Life-Changing Experience. And this October month, celebrating the Reformation. I could not come with any better theme or topic to speak about today outside this one, being a missionary church in our world. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart, be acceptable unto thee, Lord God, my Savior, and rock of my salvation, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Brothers and sisters, the gospel text for today will be the basis for our talk. Of course, under the theme, being a missionary church in our world. It is surprising that it is the desire of your leadership in the red letter challenge which you have all gone through. And you want to answer questions such as wanting to make a greater difference in this world. You say in that book which you have together co-authored, you don't just want to check religious boxes. In a sense, you don't just want to be checked as normal. In a sense, you are saying you want to be a different church. The gospel lesson today is presenting us or offering us a unique challenge. And that challenge is as to how from today, how are we going to go ahead with this 40 discipleship journey and celebrating the Reformation at the same time. 
while this is unique and historic, it says to us how from today, where do we go and what kind of a church we want our St. John Lutheran Church, Rochester, to be like. Certainly, we don't want our church to be like the other Lutheran churches around us or in the Michigan district or in the Missouri Synod. We want to be a special church. We want to be the church of the Missouri movement of yesterday that brought about change in the lives of people. I believe it is no coincidence that you have brought me here today to speak during this time, in particular when we are dealing with the red letter challenge and give an answer as to what does this mean. This means your desire is, be, is, is to be true disciples of Christ. You don't just want to be a church member. You don't just want to be in the list. You don't just want to belong you desire to be that life-changing instrument in the hand of God. Our gospel confronts us with Jesus talking to his disciples. He's talking to them in parables. And particularly here, he's telling a story of how the kingdom of God or heaven is likened to a certain king who arranged a marriage for his son. We read how he sends invitations and we see the responses from, for the invitations. Just like in Africa, you two here in America, when you invite people to a marriage, feast or any occasion, you select. I remember when my son was to get married, he told me, Dad, you and mom can only invite 10 people. And my in-laws can also invite 10 people. I will invite 25 people. And my wife can invite Invite 25 people. And I ask my son, why are you giving us such a limited number? He said, it's because it's my marriage. I understood that. You select the people you want to be there. But you know, funny here, the people preferred decided to respond negatively. Our gospel tells us each one went his way. Go about their own businesses. The marriage that they were invited to was not important to them. But worst part, 
They did not only not decide to attend the wedding, they killed the servants. They killed those that were sent. My brothers and sisters, this speaks to us about the call that God has put upon us of becoming those who are called out and sent out to invite people into the kingdom of God like these servants were tasked. What do we see? What do we see? We see the unwillingness of people to come and even killing the servants. They may not kill you. They may not kill me. But they are scorning at us. They are taking us for granted. They think the story of the church is an old thing. We read in John 1 verse 11 that he came to his own and his own received him not. This is the situation we are faced with today. People have excuses of not accepting the message, of not accepting the gospel. How are we going to respond to the call of God to missions? As we celebrate the reformation and go through the red letter challenge, let us do what Luther did. He responded with the 95 theses which ended up with his, here I stand and I can't recant. If Luther had decided to follow the order of the Catholic Church and the Pope, the gospel would have never been returned. The church would have never been revived. You here today at St. John's, we have come up with a 40-day discipleship challenge. In it, you show the desire of being, of wanting to being true disciples of Christ. You do not want to be just a church, but you desire to be a Revelation 7, 7 to 9 church. And I saw a multitude of many tribes and many languages. Many people wearing white robes, carrying palm branches in their hands, in front of the seat of the Lamb, shouting together with one voice, salvation belongs to our Lord. My brothers and sisters, in the face of the world, rejecting the message, the question is, how are we going to respond? We are called, all of us seated here, to the priesthood of all believers. We are called to move out of our comfortable zones and be a missionary church. You yourselves in your red letter challenge book have said it, that you don't want to tick the religious boxes, but you want to be a lively church. 
a giving church, giving life to people and bringing many into the kingdom. What does it mean to be a missionary church, my brothers and sisters? It means not doing it the way of the church, but doing it the way of God. The church says, in this church, we have never done it that way before. But in God's way, it says, go ye therefore and make disciples of all nations. The church way says no. As long as we give them food, as long as we give them clothes, we don't want to proselyte them. God says, go ye and make them disciples, those that believe, baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. For he who believes and is baptized shall be saved. This is not an earthly thing. This is a heavenly thing. This does not end in the church pews, but this goes beyond the church pews. This does not end in the grave, but goes beyond that to resurrection when we shall be resurrected with him. Are we going to do it the church way or going to do it God's way? God's way says, even though our bodies fade, even though we die, one day we will reign with him. One day we will live with him. One day we will see those who have gone before us. One day, face to face, we shall see the marks in his hands. We shall sing a new song with him. My brothers and sisters, when the king in this parable could not get the invited, he says to his servants, verse 8, the wedding is ready. But those who are invited are not ready. They are not ready. But my fattened calves have been slaughtered. The table is ready. What do we do? He says, therefore, go to the highways and the crossroads, and as many as you find, invite to the wedding. Forget about the worthy people, because the worthy people are not worthy. Now go to the highways. Now go to the crossroads. And everybody you find, bring in. It means go and look at the, go and look not at the worthiness of people, but bring in everybody regardless of status. Don't look for those who the church wants, because the church sometimes is tempted in its, progress, in its programs to look for people that it needs, those that can give a better check, those that can give something better in the offering plate. But listen, he says, go. Go. Bring them from the highway.
ways, bring them from the crossroads. And hear what Luther says. He says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son so that whoever believes in him might not die but have everlasting life. This is a life-changing experience, turning a child of hell into a child of heaven, turning lemon into lemonade. Hear what John 1 verse 12 says, For all those who received him, he gave them the power to be called the children of God, who are not born of flesh and blood, who are not born of men, but born of God. My brother, my sister, you and me, ordinary as we are, can be born of God. Me, you and I, ordinary as we are, we can be born of his spirit. How are we going to approach missions here at St. John from today onwards? How do we want this church to be remembered? Will it be remembered for taking a stand of being missional? Is this church going to go to the highways and the crossroads and bring in the unworthy? I know what it is. I know what it is to be called unworthy, unworthy of heaven, unworthy of the church, unworthy of the kingdom. I know in my country, South Africa, during the apartheid regimes, when the Dutch people of that country would speak and see me not as part of the tribes wearing white robes, as not one of those who are holding palm branches standing in front of the throne. And I remember this one African preacher standing on the pulpit, preaching in South Africa, and he said, Swas no, extend of the break stool, a conduct the evangelifan horn. Right now, I'm standing on the pulpit, I'm preaching the gospel of God. If I get off this pulpit, I will kick a black man in his back. And he says, I said, which means if I come to heaven and a gray kafir does so, I find a black man there. I'll take my head and come back on earth. Because there are those people that think heaven is theirs that thinks that heaven belongs to them. Not only in the Dutch situation of apartheid, I also know what it is to be rejected and seen as unworthy to be Lutheran because I was not German and I was not white. The question is, is this church going to open its doors to the poor, those who cannot contribute to the offering plate, the hungry, the homeless, the destitute, the prostitutes, those who have nothing to offer the church, but instead the church offering to them eternal life. In Jesus' words, those that believe and, and are baptized, they shall be saved coming into the kingdom of God through the cleansing waters of baptism. 
and co-joining them with Christ in the table of the Lord and saying to them, dinner is ready, come to eat. Partake of the body and the blood of Christ for the remission of your sins. What kind of a church is St. John going to be? Are we going to be a missionary church? Or are we going to be a church that is stagnant? Are we going to go out and bring people regardless of who they are? Irregardless of their status? Are we going to be a witnessing church or an institutional church that wants to keep the status quo? Or like Luther who wants to say with the Apostle Paul, oh, wretched man that I am. Who's going to save me from this body? And Paul who declares, thanks be to God through Jesus Christ who gives us deliverance. What kind of a church my dear brothers and sisters, are we going to be a missionary one, which is a lively church, a life-giving church, or an institutional church, which is liturgical, doctrinal, theological, and dead? Bishop Festo Chivenjera says the church in Uganda was liturgical, was doctrinal, was theological, but was lifeless, was dead. It sent more people to hell than to heaven. Are we going to be like the Dead Sea? The Dead Sea only receives water, but it has got no outlet. So everything in the Dead Sea dies because the stagnation. That is why in our churches, there are so many breaks and, 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 and separations and fights because we keep on seeing the same people in church every day. Bring in new people, bring in new blood, bring in new water so that we can talk about the kingdom of heaven, so that we can talk about life everlasting instead of being busy talking about who does what and who is not doing what. What kind of a church? are we going to be? May God revive me. May God instill in me. May God build in me and build in you the spirit of effective witnesses, the spirit of being, going out for Christ and becoming a missionary church. And my brothers and sisters today, come and partake. Dinner is ready. Broken as you are, you can turn around today and be mended. In the body of Christ, which was broken for you, broken as you are, come and drink of this blood, which is the true blood of Christ, which will refresh you, which will change you, which will make you a new creature, which will make you have a desire to run and call those that are dying outside. Come and partake. Dinner is ready. The marriage feast, the banquet has been prepared. Amen.